October 24th, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, through chapter 3, verse 17. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Follow anything that makes you want to do right. Pursue faith and love and peace, and enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. The Lord's servants must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone. They must be able to teach effectively and be patient with difficult people. They should gently teach those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts, and they will believe the truth. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap. For they have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. You should also know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing as sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and have no interest in what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act as if they are religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. You must stay away from people like that. They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by many desires. Such women are forever following new teachings, but they never understand the truth. And these teachers fight the truth just as James and Jambres fought against Moses. Their minds are depraved, and their faith is counterfeit. But they won't get away with this for long. Someday everyone will recognize what fools they are, just as happened with James and Jambres. But you know what I teach, Timothy, and how I live, and what my purpose in life is. You know my faith and how long I have suffered. You know my love and my patient endurance. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, but the Lord delivered me from all of it. Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, but evil people and impostors will flourish. They will go on deceiving others, and they themselves will be deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and teaches us to do what is right. It is God's way of preparing us in every way fully equipped for every good thing God wants us to do. This week's Bible meditation, Isaiah 
You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. We know we're supposed to grow. We really do want to grow. But we're confused as to how to grow. And we wish somebody would explain it in terms that would make sense. What is spiritual growth? Spiritual growth may be defined as that transformational process of increasingly expressing the reality of our relationship with the indwelling life of Christ. Spiritual growth is that transforming, transformational process. It doesn't happen at a moment just like a baby's growth doesn't happen at a moment, but it is this changing transformational process whereby I am increasingly more and more expressing my relationship with with the Christ who lives within me, with this indwelling life of Christ. And because of this expressing of this indwelling life of Christ, I find myself expanding my capacity to bring God greater glory and experience his greater good. Spiritual growth is more of him being expressed through less of me. More of him being expressed through less of me. John the Baptist says, I must decrease, get smaller. He must increase. You're growing spiritually when more of him is being expressed through less of you. Psalm 94, verses 1 through 23. O Lord, the God to whom vengeance belongs, O God of vengeance, let your glorious justice be seen. Arise, O judge of the earth, sentence the proud to the penalties they deserve. How long, O Lord, how long will the wicked be allowed to gloat? Hear their arrogance, how these evildoers boast. They oppress your people, Lord, hurting those you love. They kill widows and foreigners and murder orphans. The Lord isn't looking, they say, and besides, the God of Israel doesn't care. 
Think again, you fools. When will you finally catch on? Is the one who made your ears deaf? Is the one who formed your eyes blind? He punishes the nations. Won't he also punish you? He knows everything. Doesn't he also know what you are doing? The Lord knows people's thoughts, but they are worthless. Happy are those whom you discipline, Lord, and those whom you teach from your law. You give them relief from troubled times, until a pit is dug for the wicked. The Lord will not reject his people. He will not abandon his own special possession. Judgment will come again for the righteous, and those who are upright will have a reward. Who will protect me from the wicked? Who will stand up for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had helped me, I would soon have died. I cried out, I'm slipping, and your unfailing love, O Lord, supported me. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Can unjust leaders claim that God is on their side? Leaders who permit injustice by their laws, they attack the righteous and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord is my fortress. My God is a mighty rock where I can hide. God will make the sins of evil people fall back upon them. He will destroy them for their sins. The Lord our God will destroy them. Proverbs 26, verses 6 through 8. Trusting a fool to convey a message is as foolish as cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. In the mouth of a fool, a proverb becomes as limp as a paralyzed leg. Honoring a fool is as foolish as tying a stone to a slingshot. <laughs>